I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futurist of War. Resistance is futile. Straight flows from the force, but beware of the dark side. Oh. 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 Iron Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. It's not technically accurate. It's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is a uh, Reach Gold. You're listening to Sci-Fi. Hello, everybody. This is Mark Daniels from the Great Pacific Northwest, and you are listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. This is episode 785 for Sunday, August 23rd, 2020. I'm back this week with another Top 10 Movie Countdown. Today, I'm going to take a look at science fiction movies from the 1960s. Before I get into today's podcast, I want to thank Rico for giving me this opportunity to share with all of you my top 10 1960s science fiction movies. I also want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to me today. I hope you enjoy it. So sit back and relax and enjoy the rest of the podcast. And with that said, let's get into today's podcast. Number 10, H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, directed by George Powell, starring Rod Taylor, Alan Young, Yvette Memieux, Sebastian Cabot, and Tom Hillmore. Such stories as H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds and Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea have challenged mankind. So today, man is successfully probing deep into the mysteries of the universe. Can he penetrate the greatest mystery of all, time itself? It took the creative magic of George Pal and the fabulous production know-how of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer to catapult you through time into a world that is yet to be. Why is it that we usually ignore the fourth dimension? You, you see, we can move in the other three. As the doctor said, up, down, forwards, backwards, sideways. But when it comes to time, we are prisoners. Inventor Rod Taylor's breakthrough into the realm of the fourth dimension is defied by his friend Alan Young. If that machine can do what you say it can, destroy it, George, before it destroys you. Every moment is a year hurtling through the atomic wars of the future on an incredible excursion into the unknown. What are the people like? Ah, <laughs> the shape of things to come. It's lovely Yvette Mimieux. And what happens when boy meets girl thousands of years hence? How do they wear their hair? Who? 
The women of your time. Up like that? Show me. Is this the human race of the future? Or is this the Morlocks, fiendish creatures who live in a weird underground world? And the Eloi, the tranquil sunshine people, who the Morlocks dominate and maintain like cattle, luring them below with the hypnotic wail of the sirens to feed upon them in cannibalistic horror. Number nine, Five Million Years to Earth. It was directed by Roy Ward Baker, starring James Donald, Andrew Keir, Barbara Shelley, and Julian Glover. Get back! Who are they running from? What have they seen? Whom do they fear? There are five million answers to these questions, and every one of them is a shocker. No, stop it! I stop it! Terror, five million years old, spills into our time to make two worlds collide. What is happening here and now can affect the next five million years. It was what I was afraid of. The thing got a huge intake of energy. The very substance of it seemed to be coming alive. And then, and then, and you can't see this world any longer. They feel it. They see it. The archaeologist who digs back into the past to unearth more horror than the human mind can bear. Man, the scientist who comes face to face with five million years of terror. Ronnie, it's Barbara. She's the one. Get down here, quick. She can see into the pit and knows the terrifying truth. He can see into the pit, but he will not believe what he sees. They were coming. Who? What were? Them. Them. He saw the creatures. They were alive. Alive? You descend into the pit of hell as you share their horror. Listen, I'm advising you all to leave. There may be grave danger. I tell you, this could be dangerous. Get back! Get back! Number 8, The Green Slime. It was directed by Kenji Fukasaku, starring Robert Horton, Luciana Paluzzi, and Richard Jekyll. The distant stars, the lonely, helpless earth, the 
21st century. The world of the future. And lurking beyond the cold, strange immensity of conquered space. Growing and spreading beyond the warped imagination of the greatest human intellect. Exploding in unspeakable horror. The Green Slime. The civilized world at war with alien form, whose slimy touch means instant, horrible death. Invaders from beyond the stars, the Green Slime. Robert Horton. Luciana Paluzzi. Richard Jacob. You make too many mistakes. You're not right for command. This is my command, and I'll manage it. Two men struggle for survival in the infected remains of a diseased universe. One woman searches for a last chance to save the human race from the desperate hunger of the green slime. Face against faceless beings. A cosmic nightmare that sends you into the incredible, berserk world of. Number 7, Robinson Crusoe on Mars, directed by Byron Haskin, starring Paul Manti and Victor London. heart-pounding suspense of this first two-man space probe, traveling more than 71 million astro-miles toward Mars. Here are all the unexpected terrors of outer space. Unidentified flying mass, dead ahead. Collision course. Fire main retros. Firing main retros. Gravity's taking over, pulling us down. Prepare to eject. Emergency procedure. Blast off when you're ready. The scorching surface of the fire swamp that is Mars. A world no man has ever seen, and now one man must explore alone.
temporary home is found. How long can a man stay alive? Now my two most difficult problems are air and water. I have with what's left in my tank and one reserve cylinder enough oxygen for oh, about 60 hours. Of course, once my air gives out, water won't matter. No air to breathe, but suddenly an unexpected source of oxygen. The life-giving miracle of the yellow stones that burn like coal. Here is a modern Robinson Crusoe struggling for survival in a cruel environment. Finding water. Discovering a source of nourishment. But unable to lick the most terrifying problem of all. You've got to face the reality of being alone forever. The devastating laser beams with which spacemen from the constellation Orion excavate the rare minerals of Mars. The escaping slave worker who becomes a modern man Friday. The storm of burning ashes whose fury descends on Mars. The polar ice cap and the wild surface storms that cover the planet with freezing cold. Holocaust of searing hell when Mars and a flaming asteroid collide and turn the ice cap into molten lava. The violent celestial bombardment of Mars by attacking humanoids from another galaxy. Number six, First Men in the Moon, directed by Nathan Geron, starring Edward Judd, Martha Heyer, and Lionel Jeffries. Ever since time began, man has been fascinated by the mystery of the moon. But over 60 years ago, writer H.G. Wells anticipated the shape of things to come with his fascinating adventure, First Men in the Moon. The story of the first men to bridge the quarter million miles between heaven and earth. This is how it began. This is a solemn moment in the history of mankind. We're off! What's happening? Just as I predicted, shot into space with the speed of a bullet! First Men in the Moon. An experience unparalleled on the screen as two worlds meet and clash. Come on! Help me, come on! First Men in the Moon. Starring Edward Judd, first human to set foot on a strange new world in space. Martha Heyer, the first woman to experience the indescribable dangers of this other world. Stay away from there or I'll shoot! Lionel 
Jeffries, who discovers an empire beyond imagination. First Men in the Moon. Filmed in Dynamation. Dynamation, miracle of the screen, captures the whole marvelous, miraculous story of man's first journey to the moon. Well, it makes all other forms of power obsolete. That's where they're getting their power from, sunlight. You will discover human ant-like creatures H.G. Wells called selenites. And giant gastropods. Come and run! Fearsome moon monsters to be hunted and killed. You will encounter another world of eerie beauty and infinite mystery. Soon others will be coming from Earth. Our galleries will be strewn with dead. I'm the only one who holds the secret of Cavarite. Then you and your secret will remain here on the moon. Cavor! Cavor, this is not an audience. You're on trial. No, Benjamin! Number five is Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, directed by Irwin Allen, starring Walter Pidgeon, Joan Fontaine, Barbara Eden, Peter Lorre, Robert Sterling, Michael Ansara, and Frankie Avalon. the bottom of the sea. You are there when the entire sky catches on fire. The burning Van Allen belt threatening to destroy the universe. You are there in a deadly rain of disintegrating icebergs. Not even the soaring imagination of a Jules Verne could have dreamed of such a fantastic adventure in an atom-powered submarine that defies description. You've seen the brain of the sub. In here is the heart, the atomic motor room. There is more destructive force in this room than in all the explosive used in World War II. With a cast as exciting as the wonders they encountered. Walter Pigeon. We hope to see sights never before seen by man. Joan Fontaine. I say, the belt will burn itself out. At 173 degrees, it will burn itself out. Barbara Eden. <laughs> Peter Lorre. Sounds like Sucro. Nothing is impossible. Robert Sterling. If I'm to meet your deadline of the Marianas, I need fighters, not fatalists. Michael and Sarah. And Frankie Avalon. With due respect, sir, I think your judgment's been a little rocky lately. Why, you gold-bricking pipsqueak. You are there 
when the United Nations is thrown into a turmoil. The burning belt must be exploded clear of the Earth's magnetic field. And we have exactly 16 days and three hours in which to do it. Explode the belt and you explode the world! You are there when the frogmen battle a mammoth squid. You are there when Barbara Eden dances to Frankie Avalon's hot rhythms. You are there in outer space to see the earth encircled in fire. You are there when the mini-sub threads a life and death course through the minefields. You are there when the giant of the sea attacks. You are there in the most startling underwater pursuit ever filled. Number four, Fantastic Voyage, directed by Robert Fleischer, starring Stephen Boyd, Raquel Welch, Edmund O'Brien, Donald Pleasant, William Redfield, and Arthur Kennedy. You are listening to the sound of a completely new screen experience, a startling new kind of excitement. As 20th Century Fox plunges you into the most incredible adventure that man could ever achieve. To make a motion picture that crosses a new frontier may seem impossible today. Outer space, the depths of the sea, the bowels of the earth, the past, the future, all have been subjects for the camera. But now, a film called Fantastic Voyage has broken through in an unexpected direction to create an adventure of astonishing suspense and beauty. One of the miracles of the universe. Its vital news story sweeps down from the sky. Then, it drops the bottom out of the world you know and understand. As a beleaguered nation desperate for survival launches a journey you can never erase from your memory. We need you for security purposes, Mr. Grant. They know they failed to kill Vanish. Security thinks they'll try again, first chance they get. A woman has no place on a mission I of this kind. I insist on taking my technician. You'll take along who I assign. Don't tell me who I'm going to work with. Four men and a beautiful girl, off on a fantastic voyage actually entering inside the human body, exploring an unknown universe, unknown dangers. They're tightening. I can't breathe. 24 seconds left. After that, you're in danger of attack. Come on. It's she a suicide for all of us. You are there with them, sharing a breakthrough in motion pictures. you thought it was too late to discover something entirely new on the screen, Fantastic Voyage will be a stunning experience, for you are going where no man or camera has ventured before. 
when you come out, you may never look at yourself in the same way again. your widest beam. Full power. Number three, Planet of the Apes, directed by Franklin J. Schaffner, starring Charlton Heston, Roddy McDowell, Kim Hunter, Maurice Evans, James Whitmore, and James Daly. Can't help thinking that somewhere in the universe there has to be something better than man. Has to be. The words are Charlton Heston's. Get out a last signal to Earth that we've landed! The world he finds out in the galaxy will challenge every idea you've ever had of civilization. A planet where man is the lowest order of living things. And the superior beings are apes. They build the cities, make the laws, the gods, and control the guns that hunt a race of lowly, terrified humans who run wild in the jungles, are caged in the prisons, and stuffed in the museums. 20th Century Fox transforms the motion picture screen into Planet of the Apes. Pierre Boulle's finest novel since Bridge on the River Kwai. It was a world gone insane, an upside-down civilization that could not be real. Yes, a world of madness and terror. Man has no understanding. He can be taught a few simple tricks, nothing more. You did it. Cut up his brain, you bloody baboon! It's a man! It's a man! But it did not end here. It ended in an episode so unpredictable, so shocking, that it made the horror which preceded it seem calm and gentle as a summer's night. A great many people worked long and hard to answer the question of what a civilization would be like where the evolutionary process had been reversed and apes were the superior species. Hundreds of technicians and the largest number of makeup artists ever assembled assisted the producers, the writers, the director, and the cast. Dr. Cornelius, Roddy McDowell. Dr. Zira, as played by Kim Hunter. Dr. Zayas, as portrayed by Maurice Evans. And Nova, by Linda Harrison. Now the tribunal has placed you in my custody for final disposition. You realize what that means? No. Emasculation to begin with. Then experimental surgery on the speech centers, on the brain. Eventually a kind of living death. Planet of the Apes, beyond your wildest dreams. 
Number two, Planet of the Vampires, directed by Mario Bava, starring Barry Sullivan, Norma Bengal, Angel Aranda, and Eva Morandi. Let's prepare for a landing, right? Okay. In a 40G gravity atmosphere, strange thing happens to man's body and mind. Barry Sullivan and Norma Bengel take you into the most fantastic science fiction adventure ever filmed. Emergency! Emergency! Conditions desperate. Little chance of survival. Help us. Mark, look! What have you got? The Galliot. Bert, get me a fix on this right now. Wes, Brad, controls. Planet of the Vampires. Harboring a form of life worse than death. Planet of the Bloodless. Creatures who take men's bodies, but attack like vampires. I'll tell you this, if there are any intelligent creatures on this planet, they're our enemies. In this outer space world, the living dead try to escape into life. Salas. No, just his body. And I'm just one of many beings on this planet. And we're fighting to survive. It's imperative that our race continue to exist. We arranged for several of you to kill each other so that we could take over your bodies. You are our last chance. No, never. We'll all of us give up our lives to save our own race. Before I get to number one, I want to give a shout out to some movies that didn't make my list. So here are my honorable mentions. Mysterious Island. The Day of the Triffids. Village of the Damned. Invasion of the Astro Monster. And Queen of Blood. And here's number one. Journey to the Far Side of the Sun. Directed by Robert Parrish. Starring Roy Thinnes. Ian Hendry, Lynn Loring, Patrick Weimark, Laurie von Freidel, and Herbert Long. This is Eurosec Launch Control. Ignition sequence commences. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Ignition. This is a sight our screens have made familiar. Lift off. But now, in this split second of time, you can share an adventure unlikely to be repeated in our lifetime. A journey to the far side of the sun. Over 100 million miles from Earth, hidden from the eyes of radio telescopes by the sun itself. A new planet in our solar system. So new 
so different. You will see nothing on Earth like it. A motion picture that rockets you into the supercharged world of the 21st century. You are taken out of this world to bring you face to face with your inquisitors. It takes six weeks to travel to the new planet and return. You were gone three weeks. So you turned back. We did not turn back. Why? 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 Questions that can only be answered from the far side of the sun. Get out. What the hell are you doing? I was on the wrong side of the road. Everything's the wrong way round. Why? Project director, Roy Thinnes, the astronaut, Patrick Weimark, project controller. 700. Fire Rangers, hold it. 750. Jason. 850. Rangers. This is a private screen of what happens behind the scenes to those who reach beyond the good planet Earth. You're subjected to radiation effects, and that's why we can't have children. Lynn Loring. Loni von Friedel, Herbert Long. Share the unseen, unknown sights, the far side of the sun. Why? Why? Those were my top 10 1960s science fiction movies. Before I wrap up this week's podcast, I want to thank Rico again for giving me another opportunity to share with all of you my top 10 science fiction movies from the 1960s. I also want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to me today. I hope you enjoy it. Rico will be back next week on the podcast with Treks and Sci-Fi's 15th anniversary live video cast. Wow, it's been 15 years. Congratulations, Rico. Um, I'll end today's podcast with the main title theme from the uh, movie Panic in the Year Zero. It's by Les Baxter. And uh, I think I played it before on a previous podcast, but uh, it's a 1960s science fiction movie. So I, I try to end each podcast with a little bit of music. And this is done by Les Baxter and Man It Swings. I will be back soon with another classic science fiction movie. Until then, everyone take care and stay healthy. This is M5 signing off.